we're here talking about the vacation land cup specifically there's a lot mm-hmm. that i actually do want to talk about but let's get to that first since uh I, i'm missing maine and new england so much as i just told you uh the vacation land cups coming up uh this weekend and you will be in action uh you're facing aaron rourke in the first round i actually first found your work through one of the events uh I think it was two years ago you were facing you were having a, a feud uh with one of the sea stars over joining the scrunchy squad so you've certainly come a long way since then you uh you're an international pop star now yes <laughs> so uh tell me about this year's event specifically and what you're looking forward to about your first round match yeah so my first vacation land cup was two years ago um like I said I faced JT Dunn and uh, I was eliminated in the first round and then um last year I didn't participate um I had a title match uh with Alec Price for the Linnellist championship and so this is my second chance I guess <laughs> at the vacation land cup and uh, yeah, I think that I've really grown in the past two years. Um, I mean, two years ago, I'd only, I'd only really been around for like a year. Um, and I think that I've found my voice um, a lot over the past few years and a lot of confidence, especially in the ring. And um, I'm really excited to kind of like show the progress that I've made over the past two years um in this vacation land cup uh for anybody that hasn't followed your career uh basic becca was a thing so you've certainly you've certainly come a long way from being basic to now as i pointed out being an, an international pop star uh one of the other things i like that you did that i that i liked was uh it, it felt like you were channeling Norman Smiley a little bit with the uh, the hockey pads, and you, you know you were, you were a tough fighter for a while. So, am I right yeah. in saying that was Norman <laughs> Smiley, or is that something oh, else? Oh, for sure. Okay. I mean, why reinvent the wheel if it works? Then I, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, if if you're in Boston, like that that's a hockey town, so I didn't know if I was oh, off yeah. base or not. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I when I first started doing the basic. Becca thing I remember like my first few times just like having matches like even in a class my trainers being like okay like we get it but you're not really basic like you do a lot of like cool stuff and you're like pretty good at wrestling especially like you know Mm -hmm. for how new I was at the time and I remember thinking like yeah but I feel basic like I don't feel (laughs) like this is just how I feel and um so I think like doing that as I don't know my presentation is kind of my reflection of how I feel about myself um I think like you can kind of see that over the past few years like evolved and like I said confidence through the roof and you know even um the hockey pad stuff sometimes you have to find your wild crazy tough side and uh just go for it so We've seen you in WWE, AEW, 
you're becoming a, a regular fixture on MLW, which I I'll get to shortly. But uh, you know, having this television exposure and you know, really taking off on the indies. Um, and you kind of talked about you know your your evolution over the past couple of years. What is your ultimate goal as far as it comes to your in ring career? Like the next phase in getting there. Wow, that's a great question. I think there's a lot of things that I want to do, and I'm not sure that I have like an ultimate goal besides to, uh, you know, at some point in my life, look back and be really proud of everything that I've done and all of the work that I've put in. Um, I put a lot of work into everything that I do, and it's really exciting to see um like getting a platform for that work. Mm -hmm. Limitless was one of the first places that booked me consistently. So I, I like always, you know, say that it feels like my home and um, just like having places invest in you and see like your worth uh, feels really good right now. Um, but I just want to keep going with it and, you know, go worldwide. I've, I've you know, wrestled, in Europe, in the UK, I uh, really love to wrestle in Japan. I have heard just amazing experiences about everybody who um, has got, gone from the US to Japan and wrestled there and trained there. Um, that's something I would really like to do in the near future. Um, and the women's wrestling there is just, there's so much of it and there's so much talent there. And um, I just really like to see what I could do in japan mm -hmm. uh this is actually good timing because i just read an article uh new japan's president was talking about how you can't have the men and i'm paraphrasing so i don't want to butcher what he said but uh you you can't have the mentality of men's men's only wrestling anymore like you have to invest in women's wrestling and it's about you know it's not about gender it's about who's deserving of a spot on the card and you know his quote also had some business as aspects to it about you know if you can invest in it and then you're going to see the rewards and he said you know you're kind of seeing that from a u.s audience where you know all the strong shows and fans are getting invested in stardom and hopefully that takes off in japan too Anybody, anybody that watches this wants to read it. It's on our website, New Japan. It, it it's a good positive message, but uh, it's got to be good. Hearing somebody in a position like that saying, "Like we want this to be the future. We want to keep investing." And you know, if that's a goal for you, that maybe makes it a little easier to achieve, but maybe pushes you more to make sure it happens. Oh yeah, 100%. And yeah, I think there's just so many more opportunities now for women. Um, I'm like just all over the indies and on TV, um, which makes it a really exciting time to be an independent wrestler. Yeah. And, you know, another thing I, I do like about Limitless specifically is you said they push you consistently. I don't want to say best kept secret, but there's a lot of really good talent that comes out of Limitless 
And I think it's from that consistency. Like you mentioned Alec Price, Daniel Garcia, uh, yourself, the Sea Stars. Um, I'll throw in Ace Romero, like I've gotten to know from his work there. Uh, what do you like? What do you think the next step is for Limitless to sort of get out there more? Because you're you're seeing the talent step up and go other places. But what do you what do you think as far as getting Limitless to get a bigger platform? The next step would be. That's a really interesting question. I think um, that's if they do. That's I, if they want that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what what Limitless wants. I know one thing that is special about Limitless is they do have a very dedicated fan base of um, people who show up to their shows um, mm -hmm. regularly who may not be going to any other indie shows because they live in Maine and there's not a ton of independent wrestling there. Um, so not to say that like, oh, they only go to Limitless is the only thing, but to say they have like dedicated fans who really care about Limitless and really are invested in all of the people there and watch it regularly and um, attend the shows regularly. And so they, you know, that makes the shows really fun. Um, like when I was injured, um, I still went to the Limitless shows and mm -hmm. just sat in the back and um, my God, it's so much fun. And, you know, I, I think I had been robbed of that experience because I started wrestling around the time of the pandemic. Um, so I didn't like, I would work ring crews a bit when I was like training, but I never really got that experience. And I think, you know, experiencing that like a lim as a limitless fan sitting in the back, like, wow, that was awesome. And um, I think that's really special. I think a thought that has occurred to me is I think there's this trend right now where um, independent promotions are doing like crossover events where they'll do like, like limitless versus like deadlock or whatever, like, mm. you know, these kind of shows, um, or like defy, I think is doing with progress this week. Like, I, I think those are pretty cool. And, um, a way for like an audience to expand and see a whole other audience and, um, you know, maybe have even more crossover in the future from there. So I think that's something that could be cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I mentioned when we, first signed on here i was in maine last week uh props to the fan base because it <laughs> i've i've been other places in the country this was my first time to maine and it was a little bit of a culture shock because i never realized how spread out that state is so yeah <laughs> you know like that's their wrestling so if they're gonna go, go in like they're gonna go in 100 percent. so you know that that's really cool to see that you know that that level of passions there uh one quick note you're working with mlw they're having a working relationship with the japan new japan so we'll see what happens but uh it it That's has exciting. been it has been fun to see you on fusion and mlw tv uh a few of your performances have been interrupted or maybe didn't go the way you wanted to but um Coming up at Fury Road, you're you're gonna get a shot at uh, Maki Ito, which I think is a really interesting uh, matchup, especially when you you look at your character, her persona. Uh, she's referred to herself as the god of piss and shit before. <laughs> so it's definitely not surprised me. <laughs> it, it's definitely not B three CCA, 
<laughs> yeah, uh, she's crazy. <laughs> what She's uh wild. what what are you looking forward to about that one that's September 3rd yeah I'm ex I'm excited um yeah like I said she's she's wild I just wrestled her for the first time in singles last week um and it was very fun she has a very unique energy and um yeah she's she's just like wacky um there wasn't as much of an issue in that match because she doesn't sing her entrance at gcw um because she uh comes out to like nick gage's music i don't know it's I don't know what it, but it was, she wasn't singing yeah there was a pizza cutter and she wasn't singing um but i have seen her other places where she sings her entrance which i also do at mlw so i'm not really sure what's going to happen with that um possibly some conflict there if uh you know if that's how it plays out but it should be fun we just covered a very broad spectrum because she <laughs> she sings her sings her entrance i think i've even seen her scream it a few times but then you know you're talking nick gage i think they faced off with deathmatch royalty too they yes. <laughs> ru they ruined a ghostbusters setup so uh Fury Road's gonna be fun. Um I, I have a couple more questions for you. Uh I usually do a watch list feature where I ask for match picks. Is there a match that uh best represents this version of Becca, the B3 CCA version that you know you really think shows your progression as a wrestler since you've since you've really gotten this character down? Um, that's a great question. I, I've been having some really, really, really fun matches lately, so it's hard to pick one. Um, I really enjoyed my match. Uh, oh, shoot. Wait, I can't talk about that. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, I just realized it's not aired yet. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Scratch that. Um, I just had a, a tag match at Beyond Wrestling. Um, that I really enjoyed and that I felt very authentically myself when I was wrestling. Um, that was with um, me tagging with Aaron Rourke against um, Miracle Generation. I really enjoyed that one um, for a tag. Um, for singles, um, I would, I think I would say my match with um <laughs> my I did a fans bring the weapons match with uh, Matt Tremont at H2O earlier this it's... year it is uh probably one of my favorite matches of all time and uh I think if you want to get a genuine glimpse into who I am that would be a fun one to check out um there's weapons there's blood there's wrestling there's sparkles a lot of fun so check that one out sparkles yeah there it is there's there's some glitter blood there. and glitter lots of thumbtacks <laughs> all right my last question i usually don't like mount rushmore questions but this one i think is fitting 
who are your Mount Rushmore fashion icons that Becca B3CC I would put up there? Oh my god. They can be from wrestling or pop culture. Who are? I think wrestling wise, um, I'm going to start with Jeff Jarrett. Uh, Just incredible fits. Just wow. Um, Underrated wrestling fits, in my opinion. Um, So definitely going to put him up there. Um, I think that, uh, also wrestling wise, I would say, uh, probably Julia from Stardom, uh, her gear, her, just everything. She always looks so cool. Uh, so definitely inspired by her and then I'll I'll do some non-wrestling as well um I have to say Brittany I mean oh my gosh you're just so iconic and a lot of my gear is um inspired by different outfits that she has and also say share for nice. similar reasons okay uh, that's a I like that mix I think uh <laughs> you know I think like you said Brittany maybe is a little obvious but I, I like yeah <laughs> I like the, I like the this is a good Mount Rushmore. See, I'm glad I did it. Uh, anything else you want to plug before we get out of here? Covered a lot, but any upcoming appearances? Where can people follow you? Yeah, um, you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram, B3CCA4EVER. Um, I also have a website, um, B3CCA4EVER.com. Um, and I also have music streaming on Spotify and Apple Music, YouTube Music, um, and that's under the same name, Becca Forever. Um, yeah. All right. Awesome. Uh, best of luck with the Vacation Land Cup and Fury Road. Uh, thanks for your time today. I appreciate it. Thank you.